This teaching is brought to you by Christian Family Church International. Hallelujah. Can we just lift up our hands and give the famous one, the Lord Jesus Christ, the greatest praise this day. He is the famous one. Can you just keep on standing? Just raise your right hand and declare with me. Today, I receive a download from heaven. Today, come on, help the pastor from the place to preach now. Help this pastor from the, from the farm to preach. Say today, I receive my right to an unshakable kingdom. Give three people a high five and tell them I am unshakable. And in, then you may be seated. I hope you are ready for the next level. Next level. In the first place, I want to honor Apostle Theo and Pastor Beth. Thank you for serving your generation with faithfulness and integrity. Thank you for making time even for smaller places like Marble Hall. Small places like Marble Hall. We honor you. Thank you. Our lives, me and Madeleine's lives changed. The moment we got involved with CFC and we will forever honor you and thank you for believing in us. Believing in me and Madeleine. And Madeleine said, I must say this today to Pastor Bev, Dr. Dave, Dr. Bev. Um, Madeleine started enjoying the ministry the, f- the moment she met you. For the first time she can relate to somebody that is real. Somebody, and we can say Alpha Pastor Theo and Dr. Bev that they are real. And thank you, Pastor Bev, for coming to Marble Hall, even when the frogs keeps you awake at night. <laughs> but I believe that we are ready for the next 40 years. I don't know about you. We need to prepare for the next 40 years. But I want to tell you, so we've got churches full of people. They are determined, but they are not prepared. They are determined, but they are not prepared. And I, I want to encourage you. I hope my word today will prepare you. Because preparation is more important than determination. And may you be prepared for your future. May this nation be prepared May your church be prepared. I believe that that this word is going to be to help a pastor, help the Bible school students, help somebody in this place. Somebody's family is going to the next level. And I want to start with the words from a well-known movie. And it says, and so we ask ourselves, will our actions echo across the centuries? Will strangers Hear our names long after we are gone and wonder who we were, how bravely we thought and how fiercely we loved. I want to declare that they they will be talking about us in the generations to come. I know for the last 40 years they were talking about CFC, but I want to tell you they are going to talk about what this uh, movement is about to do And they will tell what God is about to do with greatness. But we need to prepare because today's solutions cannot solve tomorrow's problems. There's some challenges ahead. 
And we need answers. We need to go to the next level. Somebody shout next level. We need to go from bless me to make me a blessing. We need to go from answer my prayers to make me the answer to someone else's prayer. The time is over to play church. There's a world desperately ready for unshakable people that will go and make a difference. And I believe that we are going from this conference and I want to declare nations are going to be shaken. Cities are going to be shaken. Families are going to be shaken because we are prepared for the next coming movement. Let us move from show me your glory to make me your light. Let us move from just touch me to touch the world through me. Because those who go to the next level will be remembered. And I believe this movement will be remembered. If you go to Psalms 112 verse 6. Psalms 112 verse 6. It says in the NIV, surely the righteous, I want to say, I want to call, call it what Apostle Thew said, more than conquerors. What Apostle Nicky called them, the remnant. What um, Pastor Jerome called them, the servants. What Apostle Alan called them, the giant killers. I want to tell you, they will not be shaken. It says surely the righteous will not be say, shaken. They will be remembered forever. I want to say the bad and the ugly will not be remembered. But it's the good. It's the unshakable people that will be remembered. I'm from the farm, so I know what it is to drive in somebody else's dust. And I want to say driving in somebody else's dust is dangerous and frustrating. And some of you, some family, some people in this place, for too long you are driving in the dust of the devil. But I hear and I want to declare today that somebody is overtaking the devil. And I want to say, declare today, eat my dust, devil. Eat my dust. From the beginning it was declared, you will eat dust. And today... You are overtaking the devil. But you are standing here and maybe you feel like I'm feeling at this moment inadequate, average, ordinary. But can, tell, can I tell you a story? More than 50 years ago, there was a boy born. And on the day that he was born, he was born dead. And the father of that boy fell on his knees. And he said, God, if you let my son live, I will raise him for you. And breath came back to that young boy. And that young boy grew up average, ordinary, not something special. And that young boy made a decision to go to, to Bible school. And there at Bible school, he met the most beautiful girl ever. You know where the story is going. And he met this and they fell in love. 
and they got married and now that you are married even if you are called and you believe you're called for great things if you have a wife you must provide for her so about 30 years ago me and Madeleine, when we got married we moved to Johannesburg and I started working 30 years ago just opposite this road at Atlas Aircraft Corporation 30 years ago and I said my father um, worked at Atlas as well in an overall and I said never in my life will I wear an overall and there I was 30 years ago Atlas that is now Donnell working as a storeman with an overall but never in my wildest dreams after 20 years plus I could believe that I can be standing on this stage but I can I'm here to encourage somebody I'm, I'm here to encourage a pastor I'm here to encourage Bible school students I want to tell you look what God can do look what God can do somebody's sitting here and you said I'm giving up is it worth the fight I'm here to tell you it's worth the fight even if you're feeling average ordinary and just for a moment can I can I share with you in this 23 years from moving working in Atlas Aircraft Corporation and where I'm standing now and what God is doing in in our and our church world shakers Christian family church I've learned a few things in 23 years can I tell you my secret okay I've got a book at the back that you no I'm just joking there's no book there's no book one of the first things I've learned in this 23 years like I said I'm here to help a pastor a Bible school student a business person I'm here to help somebody in their marriage, somebody in their family. And the first thing I've learned is be who God called you to be. I think um, Dr. Beth stole my sermon notes when she was in Marble Hall. Because Sunday she was preaching about this, celebrate who you are. Be who you are. I cannot be anybody else. I must just be myself. And I want to encourage you, be yourself. I will never be a apostle few. I don't know if this truly, I don't know if the story is true, but I've heard the story that one day Pastor Apostle Thew came from the um, at the airport and somebody picked him up in a limousine. And when he walked to the limousine, he thought, I've never driven a limousine. And he asked the driver. Can I take the limousine for a spin? And the driver said, okay. So here's Apostle Theo out. And when he got on the highway, he didn't check the speed. And not very really long, he was over the speed limit. Can you believe it? There was a traffic officer stopped him. And this young tra traffic officer, it was his first day at the job. And as he pulled over this limousine, he walked closer and he saw who it was in the driving seat. And immediately he stepped back and he, he called his supervisor. And he said, I've got a problem. This is my first day. And 
in this car is a very, very, very important person. He says, is he in government? No, more important. Is he the president? No, he must, he's more than important than a president. Who can it be? And this young traffic officer says, it must be God because, because Steel Vomerons is the chauffeur. I've learned be who God called you to be. In the second place, be faithful in small things. You have stolen my sermon notes. Because Dr. Beth preached about don't despise small beginnings. I was faithful in working for two to three years at Atlas. And then God sent us to a small place, Marble Hall. If I at this moment, and I know there's some world shakers here, can I hear them shout somewhere? If I ask, Marble Hall is so small, if I ask all the people to stand and 50 people will stand, that say they're from Marble Hall, you will believe the whole town is here. But God sent us to a small town. And one thing I know, it was like fire shut up in my bones. And I just made that decision. I must say like Paul, and God counted me faithful putting me into the ministry. If you want to know my faithfulness. And for another seven years, I was working in Marble Hall. Had this great idea. I'm waiting for the big city, big churches that will call me one day, never thinking that God will do something in Marble Hall. But then me and in Madeleine heard God's voice and we started the church 23 years ago. And I know some of you are asking, where is Marble Hall? I know there's some of the American pastors that asked me and I said, some of the South Africans even don't know where the Marble Hall is. Maybe some of you drew... Um, Went through Marble Hall and you, th and you were thinking, who can live in this place? But I want to tell you, God is busy moving in the Lost Cop Valley. I'm declaring Lost Cop Valley because it's Groblersdal, Marble Hall, Rutan, that whole area. God is busy moving. And maybe later I will speak more about that. But God, you don't have to be big to make a difference. If you just remember one thing about this pastor, he's here to tell you, you don't have to be big to make a difference. And we've started. And for, five, for seven years, I was faithfully working. The day when I, when I got married to, to Madeleine, some of the family got worried. They said, they said he's, he's got no, he doesn't have any education. He will never have the ability to provide for her. They were laughing at us. When, they, when we started the church 23 years ago in Marble Hall, they were laughing at us. I want to I tell you when we said the name of the church will be World Shakers, they were laughing at us. World, a small place, Marble Hall, and you call yourself World Shakers? And they were laughing. I can tell you I am a surprise party. I am a surprise party to, to many people. 
And I'm here to tell somebody today, you are going to be a surprise party. Expect to surprise those around you. Those who said you cannot do it, you're going to surprise them. Those that said you will never make it, you're not strong enough. You are going to make it. Expect to surprise those who wait for you to give up. Expect to surprise those that says you're going to give up on your faith. You are, a, you are going to be a surprise to your family, to your friends, and to your enemies. Somebody shout, I will be a surprise. And I can, can I tell you, after 23 years of faithfulness, I believe we are impacting the Lost Cobb Valley. At this stage, we, have, we are having two services on a Sunday, 9 o'clock Afrikaans service, 11 o'clock our English service. We've just built a coffee shop cash. There's some of our members here at this moment, and they are busy in the process, and they are going to build a private hospital in Marble Hall. We are busy changing our community. We declared from the first day, Marble Hall is not going to be a ghost town. Marble Hall will be a holy ghost town. At this moment, we've got another church in Worcester, um, Worcester Revival Church um, in, in Worcester that is part of, of World Shakers. And I'm here just to say to you again, you don't have to be big to make a difference. See what God can do with ordinary average people that will say, there's many more people more able, but I was willing. I was willing and say, God, I will go to the small places. I don't have an agenda. I'm not waiting to be promoted to go to the bigger places. God has called us for Marble Hall for the Lost Cobb Valley. And may you be encouraged today that you will not give up on what God has called you and where he's called you. Later on, our, our worship team will be part of the recording and we will do one of our Afrikaans songs that my son-in-law has written. I'm here to tell somebody, stay faithful because in due season, come on, in due season, things will change let me go on quickly be committed another thing that i've learned in this 23 years be committed to finish well and i'm i'm here and I, especially this is what i felt i want to honor apostle few and pastor beef there are so many powerful anointed leaders but there are not many that will finish well Thank you for being such an example. If there's one thing I've made a decision about, I want to finish well. And there's not many examples that you can look. You look at their, their lives, you look at their marriage, you look at every aspect, and you can look at them and say, they are finishing well. So today I honor you and thank you for being that example for being finishing well. Can we give them a hand? And today I can declare that they are really an example of people that are unshakable. Unshakable. But today, I'm here to tell you God can take ordinary men and women and make them unshakable. And today I want to encourage you that you will take up your rights to the unshakable kingdom. Hebrews 12 says in verse 26 to 28 in the 
In the Bible, it says, the earth was rocked at the sound of his voice from the mountain. But now he has promised, once and for all, I will not only shake the systems of the world, but also the unseen powers in the heavenly realm. Now, this phrase, once and for all, clearly indicates the final removal of things that are shaking. That is the old order, so that only what is unshakable will remain. Since we are receiving our rights to an unshakable kingdom, we should be extremely thankful and offer God the purest worship that delights His heart as we lay down our lives in absolute surrender, filled with awe. God is going to use the unshakable people. And I believe somebody's making that decision. We are taking up our rights and we are stepping in to the unshakable kingdom. I believe something happened Wednesday night. When Apostle Few declared and we prayed as something happened. And if you look at this scripture, he says there's going to be a shaking and we're going to shake the unseen and the seen. And I believe Wednesday night, we shake the unseen. And I'm here to encourage you, go now. This is what I felt in my spirit. Now we must go and shake the unseen. Go back to your family and shake that family. Go back to that community and shake that community. Go back where you came from and shake it. Because God has given us a promise and we will be part of the unshakable kingdom. Somebody said, I'm, I am unshakable. We are here to change the world. Some of you, the only thing you change is the TV channels. And instead of us shaking the world, the world is shaking us, shaking our families, shaking our finances. And for some of you, the devil is whispering in your ear. He's telling you, you are not strong enough to withstand the storm. But today we are whispering in the ear of the devil, I am the storm. Come on, somebody shout, I am the storm. Shout again, I am the storm. And I want to tell you, it's your time to take up your right to the unshakable kingdom. And if you look at Hebrews 12, he mentioned four things of people of the unshakable kingdom. He said of them, um, let me, unshakable people will be thankful people. Thankful people. The word of God says, in everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Somebody shout give thanks. See, thankfulness will take you to the next level. Ten lepers were healed. Nine of them were healed. Just one were made whole because of he went to the next level. Thankfulness will take you to the next level. When Jesus broke the bread, when he prayed over the, the bread and fish, he was not just thanking God for the food already in his hand. He was thanking God for the food that was yet to be received. See, thanksgiving can time travel. It can take you into your future. And it can look into the future and declare thanks now for all that God will do. You need to understand, I need to pray for that clock. Let the clock stop. God will, you will never be thankful for things you think you deserve. If I think I deserve that beautiful woman, I will never say thank you. 
I don't deserve to be standing here. I don't, have, I don't deserve to have an awesome church in Marble Hall. I don't deserve his, his forgiveness over my life. That's why I'm standing here with thankfulness. And you need to understand, the more you complain, the less you obtain. I'm a say in South Africa, complaining and moaning has become a national sport now. And we need to go from complaining to appreciating, from hating to loving, from grumpy to grateful. I see a, a wife is hitting her husband in the river. Come on, grumpy, listen to the pastor van die plaas. From grumpy to grateful, from criticizing to complimenting. Now I see the husband is looking at that wife now. From finding fault to finding good, from thankless, from frankless to thankful. I must quickly go on. It says the next thing of, about unshakable people is that they are worshiping people. What is worship? It's extravagant love, utter devotion, and total submission. Psalms 29 verse 2 says, Give unto the Lord the glory due to His name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. But you will never be unshakable if, we are, if you are serving the God in your own image that you've made. If God doesn't make you mad, you are not worshiping Him but yourself. If your God never contradicts you and like what you like and hate what you hate, then you are not serving the real God. God is big and we need to increase our view of Him. Some of you are struggling with certain things in your life. And if you're struggling with sin, don't focus on shrinking your temptation. Focus on enlarging your view of God. If you're struggling with addictions, low self-esteem, fear, things that you need to overcome, don't try and make that temptation smaller, but increase your view of God. A God small enough to be understood will never be big enough to be worshipped. You will see in Hebrews 12, unshakable people are surrendered people. There are enough lukewarm and half-hearted Christians. Jesus didn't die so that we can play church. Jesus died to turn us into radical and unshakable people. We need to understand Jesus is not a relief valve, an assistant or a divine butler. Is what you are living for worth him dying for? Philippians 2.21 And we as a church must fight this. For it seems as though everyone, is, everyone else is busy seeking what is best for themselves instead of the things that are most important to our Lord Jesus Christ. If I ask you today, if everybody listening to me Make a decision to give something today. Do you, do you think we can change the world? Maybe. But I want to tell you, if there are 500 people that make a decision, I will give everything, we can change the world. The church is so used to, we are just giving something. We need a surrendered people. We need to be prepared and going to, into the future is looking for people that will surrender everything the story of the bible is about two kingdoms that are at war and you need to understand it will cost this will cost you 
It cost Jesus something, his disciples something, and Paul. Seek the kingdom first. The fourth thing I see, they are all filled people. People who are filled with awe. We are perishing for a lack of wonder, not for a lack of wonders. Every day we're seeing God doing miracles. But in the church, we have lost our, our, our ability to, to look at Jesus and keep our wonder. You can just write down or make a note of Colossians 2 verse 2. My time is over. Never lose the wonder and awe of Christ. The response to an encounter with the overwhelming beauty is wonder. Wonder is the feeling of surprise mingled with admiration caused by something beautiful, unexpected or inexplicable. We wonder at two things, the beautiful and the mysterious. A life stripped of beauty and mystery is a life barren of wonder and a life without wonder will create lack in your life. Does Jesus still take your breath away? It's essential that we become fascinated, gripped and captivated by the Lord again. I must stop you. Just stand with me, please. Just stand with me. Just raise your right hand. And just for a moment, just for a moment, as unshakable people, I want you just for one, for a moment, thank God for what he has done. For some of you, he has saved you, he has healed you. Uh, let us thank God for the last 40 years. Let us thank God for what he did. What he, he has kept you from, he has saved you. Some of you are supposed to be in jail today, but you are not there. He has healed you, he has changed you, he has provided you. Thank God for a moment. And then just for a moment, thank him for what he's going to do in your future. Thank him for what he's going to do in your community, through your church. Thank him for the future because God is ready to do something great. We are part of the unshakable people. And today, Lord God, we declare you are the famous one. Hallelujah. Come on, let us give God praise in this place. Give three people a high five and tell them I am unshakable. Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Volmerans. We hope that through this inspired teaching, you had an encounter with God. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Volmerans and would like to enjoy more resources, we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our American listeners, www.christianfamilychurchsa.com.